Welcome to Lifted, elevating the game. Assalamu alaikum, everyone, and welcome to episode five of the Lifted podcast. I, uh, I think in the last episode, again, with Fayez Tower, who was an amazing guest, I think he's, I said episode three. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm, uh, there's too many interviews to keep track of. Episode one was the audio version. The next three were the interviews. Technically, that was episode four. This is now episode five, and I'm glad to have you all on the journey, and I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast and, and, and are really, really uh, getting ready for this tournament just a week away. And it's crazy to think that we're only a week away, and it's come by so fast. And it almost feels surreal that there's a tournament next week. But one more interview after this, and I'll tell you the guests at the end of, the, at the end of this interview. But before we continue, um, 17 teams. Tournament is next week. I know the rules went out. I was going to go over some rules like I, I, like I did the last podcast, but I, you know what? I was like, you all know the rules now. We don't need to really go over them. Um, you guys know the format. It's full round robin. We're excited about the full round robin. It's rare that you get full round robin in any tournament. And to be honest, that's what the arcade tournaments were known for, uh, full round robin. And we finally got uh, that. And Orlando is really, you know, like I said, they're doing everything they can to accommodate everyone. And we're so grateful for all the participation that we received. And we hope that, uh, you, I know we already know that some people are already here. We all, we all hope you guys have safe journeys coming down south. If you guys are wondering if you'll get some warm weather, that is false. You will not get any warm weather. It is actually kind of brick. As you can tell, I'm wearing a cardigan. So you will probably get somewhere in the low, high 50s at night. And then maybe if you're lucky, 70. But that 70 comes, if it comes gloomy, it's not going to be too good. If it's sunny outside, hey, you can't complain, right? If you're coming from Toronto, I heard you guys are in a snowstorm right now. There's people in Minnesota in a snowstorm. Like, you know, you'll, you'll take it. Um, but yes, we're here. And finally, I get to interview one of my closest friends, uh, a person I've played volleyball alongside of in terms of, you know, across the court. But, you know, we've uh, we've talked a lot of volleyball in our day. So I w- I've been always wanting to interview him. And he- I think he's done some cool things. And I think... Um, It'll be interesting to see his team uh, here in Orlando, which is up is on the come up. Some of you guys were able to watch them in Edmonton just recently, but that is uh, Mr. Mehdi Kaku of Van City Husseinis, and uh, I I I I don't know if I I don't have a I have a nickname for you. You know, usually I have like these introductions for you, but you're just a savant, you know everything about volleyball, and I could talk to you for hours about volleyball. And so, I have given that nickname elsewhere to Murtaza Virani, but and Fuzzle Marhum Fuzzle Virani used to always call him a volleyball savant. But I'm going to give you that same nickname because that's what you are. And so, I'm I'm grateful and glad that you're here. And thank you so much likewise, for joining bro. me today, brother. Thank you so much for joining me. Likewise, likewise, I love what you're doing. Thank you, brother. Thank you. So, we'll start, and we'll start with your journey in terms of how you fell in love with the game of volleyball? Because your journey is a little different than most in a sense that you're on the West Coast and things are different up there. No doubt. No so, doubt. So, so tell me how that all started. I think, um, I think out here, um, what a lot of people maybe from out East don't see is, you know, and I kind of realized this listening to Rob's interview that, you know, you got a lot of superpowers out there. I mean, just in Toronto alone, you know, you had North, you had East, uh, you had Joffrey's, you had Arcades, you had Stars. Yep, yep. And then that bled into New York, Allentown, Orlando, 
you know, uh, and now Minnesota. Yeah. So, so we're kind of over here, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, just doing and, your own thing. Um, yeah, 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 no doubt. Um, and even in the early days, like uh, of of Vancouver volleyball, like even if you talk about the CD days, Tagaro days, yeah, yeah, yeah even yeah. those days, you know, those guys wouldn't always come with their own teams to the yeah. tournament southeast. A lot of times it'd be mixed, you know. We've all seen videos of Rebelo playing with CD or CD yeah. playing with Rebelo, sorry, or, or or whatever, right? Uh, and Tagaro for that matter. Um, but for me, I was born in England. My my earliest volleyball memory is, is, I think, I think, and I tried to confirm this today, but I didn't get much luck. In, in I think it was the summer of '91, uh, playing outdoor volleyball. My dad playing outdoor volleyball in in the annex parking lot. Um, okay. And and I have some vivid memories. I was six or seven years old of bloody knees and concrete yeah, walls around the volleyball yeah, court, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, playing on hard concrete. Um, and then after that, when we moved uh, to Vancouver. Uh, the Vancouver Jamaat used to play um, on Saturday nights at SFU. Now, SFU is a university uh, up at the top of the mountain uh, of a mountain in the middle of nowhere uh, right. in Burnaby in okay. Vancouver. And, um, you know, you could get stuck up there in a blizzard at times, there, mm. you know. So anyways, we'd go up there Saturday nights and, you know, my dad uh, would, would drag my brother and I along. Yeah. Uh, right. And we'd be stuck in an equipment room. And that's where I kind of got, you know, the idea of watching volleyball and, and what the game was all about. Um, you know, always I was always very welcomed by community members, friends of my dad, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then um, after that, um, volleyball kind of died out around here a little bit. I think right. the first tournament that that the Vancouver Jamaat actually went to was New York in 88 or 89. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and after that, I don't think they attended a tournament uh, for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, um, I'd say, I think it was the year 2000 that um, we had our center built and it was built with a gym. And right, so that kind of right, reinvigorated right. volleyball right. Um, in, in Vancouver. Um, when, when you, when after you... that... When you come, so you were born in Stanmore, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, I I did early madrasa in in Hujat. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So uh, you're you're related to Shane Morali and 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 those guys. <laughs> I'm not related, oh, okay, um, but they're okay. close friends of mine, Shane and Jabber. Definitely. Okay. 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 Yeah, because and I got the, a lot of way, links still there. The way they talk about you is often. like you know they like you know you guys are brothers. <laughs> But uh, no, great guys. No, man, a couple yeah. a couple of Arbaeen trips uh, with some guys gets you pretty close. As you yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So you um, lost your British accent pretty quickly, as I can see. And um, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. did you move straight to Vancouver from London? Yeah, we moved straight to Vancouver. Uh, my dad's sister was already living here, so we had some links here. Um, okay, okay. So yeah, it was a good place to be. So you know? your so your so your first a, real, I guess, right? exposure to it was in the annex parking lot, but in essence, was really in Vancouver. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. and and at what point do you pick up the volleyball and you know and and start playing? I'd say you know some of those guys that used to play at SFU, there were a group of younger guys, um, okay. especially for the, the guys that played outfield, like not the netties. You know, uh, Moshin Manji, Muhammad Bimani, and and maybe mm-hmm. my back left was one yes, of those yes, guys, yes, and yes. he was kind of the prodigy of of you know he was the new generation of volleyball at that time as right, those right. guys the older generation was aging uh, he was kind of pulled into back center um and so him and and a few of these other guys you know kind of asked me or or you know there was options to play in ramadan tournaments which i did right. um and then yeah i i joined i, I want to say i was probably i was probably 16 when i started 16 15 16 okay um, okay okay 
And and to be honest, I didn't, um, you know, there was a little bit of the older side mentality at that time. You used to get yelled at kind of thing. Yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, get yeah, in yeah. trouble, yeah. Uh, you get put in third. And so yeah. it wasn't, you know, it, I never took it seriously. Um, but as the years went on, I got, you know, graduated high school. I took a year off after that and I was playing right. and I liked it a little more. I moved to Calgary. Okay. And when I moved okay. to Calgary, uh, I have some cousins in Edmonton, um, mm-hmm. the Leela brothers, and they um, referred me to Dalu, who um, and Kasu and these guys. And so, uh, Kasu, yes, who can forget? I, I didn't know anybody in Calgary, right? Um, yeah. Before I had really met anybody, so they they pushed me. They go, "Why don't you go play?" You know? And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I did, and and I experienced something completely different um, in terms of a competitive level of of volleyball. And, right. Right. And, you know, I mean, I, I recall a practice where, where there was a, a full on fist fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't yeah. involved. I, I just stood back and watched. Uh, you know, but... The classic volleyball, man. I mean, you, honestly, yeah. like I know I know the way the game is now is, is obviously more tamed. It's more enjoyable in a way, I guess. And it's more um, it's more you know, it's, it's not as explicit as it once was. But, man, those days were fun because, you know, you, you know, come, man, you come in, in a Friday night days, volleyball and it was like action packed. So you baby. had to fight, you know, like, I mean, I don't yeah. know, maybe it's different now, but you know, when I was that age playing, I started on the front right or in the, in the side net, um, or front left, sorry. And I had to fight for every chance to every play chance, and man. I had to earn my way to the right and then to the exactly. short center and then to exactly. the concho and then, to, and then, yeah, exactly. And, and exactly. you had to, you know, you had, and sometimes if, if people gave you those opportunities, there were other players that weren't happy with you taking those opportunities from 100%, them. Right. hundred percent. Um, but, um, so I you end up in Calgary. Yeah, so so I was playing in Calgary, and uh, I heard that there's this Alberta Cup coming up, which was the inaugural Alberta Cup. Right. I believe it was 04 or 05. I can't remember. Okay. I want to say 04, but it might have been might have been 05. But okay. We're okay. talking fall, like like Thanksgiving time. Okay. Okay. And so maybe had reached out to me from Vancouver, um, mm. you know, wondering if I was interested, and I was kind of right. like, yeah, maybe. And as the months went on, I, I got more into it with Calgary. I was getting chances in short center a little bit. Right. And I thought, right, right. you know what? Why not? Right. So yeah, I, I, sent, I sent maybe an email and I said, yo, if there's still a chance, I'd love to play. Yep. And so he responds back. He said, we got a full roster. You can come as an extra. I'm like, I'm down. Okay. So the couple months go by and he goes, oh, by the way, you got to go for the, this captain's meeting because we don't get in. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. PM. This is a really yeah, crazy yeah. story. So, yeah, yeah. so I'm like, oh, fine. So I drive up to Edmonton. Uh, and mm-hmm. of course, you know, gung ho, I get there early. Um, of course. Of I'm course, never yeah. really now. It's people yeah. who know me. Um, <laughs> so I get there early and I go down into this basement convention center of a hotel and there's nobody there. Yeah. So course. I'm just standing, sitting around waiting. And the first two people I see are these, like these two guys that are six foot, six foot two, six foot four, like, you know, track suits, like yeah. nice white and green, yeah. green track suits, yeah, long dyed hair, gold yeah, chains. Like, I know where you're going I'm now. I'm kind of like. I, I honestly, I swear, I almost walked out because I thought I was in the wrong place. Yeah. Right? I yeah, had no yeah, clue. Yeah, yeah. And I ended up by just by fluke sitting next to these guys. And of okay. course, you know, that was Sen. Of course. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and you know, he was the nicest guy sitting next to me. I mean, I was yeah. a little scared at first. Of course. But, yeah, of course. Um, Intimidating, of course. Yeah. No doubt. But, um, but you know, I just took everything in and wrote some notes and passed it on to, to Mayboob. Um But when I got to that tournament, um, and this was the first one, so uh, Port Moody was there from Vancouver, Mm. uh, which is now Queensboro. Uh, Allentown, obviously, were there. uh, um, 
Faisal was there. Tagaro Cosmos were there. Yeah. Um, there, there's obviously teams. I mean, our team. There's obviously teams that I'm missing. Um, that big name teams. Calgary was there. Yeah. 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 yeah and yeah. the final of that tournament, we went. We got into the quarters and we lost in the quarters. But uh, the final of that tournament was Tagaro and Faisal. Um, oh my! God. Ironically, both guys that you know sadly are not with us anymore. Yeah, um, so but watching those two guys battle it out, and Tagaro was just coming through the end of his prime, I think, or or maybe just not far from it. Yeah. Uh, but he was swinging, bro, and uh, and nice. I've never seen anything like it. I remember distinctly, distinctively, someone telling me that guy's Tagaro was returning a flight with a flight, and, and yeah. like it was just it was uh, back and forth. Was, both man. guys dripping was. with sweat. So good. Yeah, and and so that good. changed my outlook on the game completely. Like yeah. that for me, that day was okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I want to play this game because yeah, I mean, know, if that's what this can become. Like you know, yeah, hundred percent. And I think you know, going back to the beginning of that story, where you see people like Sammy, right? So so a personality of his kind and in the stature of his kind, and then you see guys like Faisal, right, who was on the come up at that time, and then you see guys like Tagaro, who was oozing swag, right, like you see so many things and you wonder like, like, wow, there's so many different players playing styles, you know, like no doubt. For, for me. And, and I know I harp on Sammy a lot. A lot of people tell me like, you know, I, I always say he's my role model when it comes to volleyball, because I felt like sometimes you can just win a game on the fact that you have presence. And I think swag, Sammy <laughs> swag presence and swag. And you've won half the battle because Sometimes you walk onto that court and it may not be your best day, but that team's going to give yeah. you a couple of points just because they're like intimidated by you or they're like, holy oh, cow, no. I'm playing against Sammy. Like, you know what I mean? And for me, that was what it was. Like when I walked, like you said, like you saw these guys were a six, five, like, you know, like that wasn't the prototypical volleyball player at the time. Right. Like I think about my dad yeah. and guys, his age, like they were regular dudes, like, you know, Koja guys, like, Five ten, you know, five eight, playing <laughs> yeah. volleyball. Right? My dad too, bro. The netty, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and now you see this yeah. six five dude with dyed hair, gold chains, earring, oh, bandana, man. and you're like, On, this yeah. is. And at that, in 2004, else, guys. Man. By the way, that was the shit. So you see him and you go, you know, wow, bro, like that guy's so good. And I think for people who and 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 I'll end with this, and we'll go to the next question. I know I'm harping too much again, but. For people, no, no, they, they 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 look at Sam, and they think about the tail end of his career. And for me, it's like, don't forget what he did in the beginning of his career, because in two thousand and two, he came to Orlando, and again, we talk about how hard it is to win away from home a lot. He came to yeah. Orlando and beat Jaffries in Orlando, wow. and Jaffries are known wow. to win tournaments outside, you know. And this yeah. dude came and did it. And the same way, almost like I talk about how Thurab beat Faisal and it gave people hope, him beating Jaffrey's that time gave people hope because it was like, no there's doubt, somebody man. who can do it, right? And the way he did it with that, and he was just hitting. Like, it was like, it was like the, the game was changing at that time and he was at the forefront. So, yeah, you look at that and you look at you the guy. for a guy like that too, yeah. as a young guy, you know, you, you kind of see. And I don't remember specifically, but I think that Sam was... The challengers were in a semifinal in that tournament, and and one other thing actually I've forgotten is that in the quarterfinal we had some we we had a tough time. I think we got wiped in the first game, um, and it was none other than some of the Allentown guys that were that were cheering us on in the second man. game, Always trying supporting. to lift us up. 
you know, yeah, always supportive. Um, um, and that, you know, that as well, like, and you know, I think also be it my it being my first experience. Um, you know, we had Tagaro, who you know, and and I got to know well over the years living in Calgary, going to Edmonton, yeah. playing often. Yeah, yeah. Just a great person, a genuinely good guy. Faisal as well. My experiences with Faisal have all been very positive. Of course. Um, and then Sam, right? So the three three really really good experiences in in I didn't see right big egos that yeah. day. You yeah. know, I didn't yeah. see huge egos. I yeah. saw guys that yeah. that cared or that, that that connected with you. You know, exactly, Anyways. exactly, exactly. No, you're right. I I want to touch on on when you're playing now after you see this final, right? And you're like obviously gung ho about you know you, that 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 feeling inside you starts. And I think all of us have that one time where it just clicks, and then you're like, yeah, I love volleyball. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I no. love it now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go from liking it to, to loving it, and it becomes a hobby, as a, 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 sometimes even an infatuation, right? You just love the game to a point where you can yeah. play it five times a week, especially when you're young. Do you recall that time? Was it shortly after this tournament? And what were you striving for at that time? Like, what were you working towards? So, I mean, it was, we used to just play once a week that time. Um, and, and in Vancouver, you know, as you know, there was Britannia. It was towards the end of uh, Britannia days, if, I, if I'm if i correct. Yeah. Um, and there was Port Moody, which is now Queensboro. Britannia morphed into Lionsgate, which is the, the Lionsgate team that uh, uh, that beat Faisal in that CIG final. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you know, I, I, um, I would get the odd opportunity to go play at Queensboro um, and uh, with Port Moody. And yeah. that club was was run by Kareem Tagaro, who is Amin's brother. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, and, and Kareem was a really, really good player. Great guy, great leader on the court. Uh, on the yeah. court, um, and influential in in my game because that was the first place where I played like you know that uber competitive style of volleyball. Yeah. Where you know, it, I mean, it did come with some of the negatives, but um, it it definitely helped me get to where I am for sure and molded me. But, um, but yeah, it, it was at that time I started playing more competitively in practice and, um, uh, you know, eventually I think 2010 it was that I took over our practices yeah. on Monday nights, yeah. our Moss yeah. practices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And, and I think it was, we, 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 we wanted to put something together to go to tournaments. I do, you know, and, 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 what we could do. Ideally, that's what you, that's what you really strive for, right? You want to attend tournaments and then from there, grow your team at, you are in Vancouver. Well, how far is everything from you in terms of playing? Because I know Seattle is just a few hours away, and I, I I know they played a little bit of volleyball. What was? Did you ever go down there and play them? Because like we do, like in New York, we go play in Allentown. You know, is that something? you Yeah. Did? So I think Seattle, Seattle, we used to go. It wasn't very often, um, but there's a community down there, and they they used to have a tough time getting a gym, getting players. But yeah. every so often, there's a couple of there's a couple of guys there that that run it, and they would set up a kind of mini tournament we'd go down there right, right, um right. and just play it'd be, you know a lot of good barraza and it, it wouldn't yeah, be yeah, too yeah. too competitive but um you know i mean you know for us like you know everything's about a minimum five to six hour flight away new york's a good five, exactly, five and a half hours exactly. you know orlando's yeah. even further yeah, um, yeah toronto's toronto's five five and a half or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so so you're pretty so much yeah it, it's a mission bro yeah you're playing the west coast a lot more right because yeah. You, you know, whatever talent is there, whatever you're, you know, you're working with that it's, it's really there. So 2010, you start to form this team, right. And, and you're still not able to attend all tournaments technically, but you yourself were making it a point to be at tournaments, because I think that's where we truly first met 
which was at these arcade tournaments, right? And yeah, I think, I, I don't recall the first arcade tournament we met at, but I want to say it was 2011. Yeah, it was 2011. I believe I played for a team that had some of the initial 786 members on it. So oh. I think Ali was on that team. I think Sajid was on that team. I think Sajid was there. Um, Salim Dalla from Edmonton joined us. Oh, wow. Okay, um, okay. And that was, you know, that time, 2011, 2012, even 2013, which I know we'll get into, uh, was a time where we just, put whatever we could put together to just get to, to attend. Tournament. Yeah. Just to be able to um, play. Yeah. Yeah. We had actually, we were in San Antonio as well. Um, but yeah, again, you were in San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed squads, um, you know, um, not much continuity, um, you know, not much consistency in terms of who's playing together and where and that kind of thing. But, you know, we went for the Barraza. We love the atmosphere. You know, we got to meet people, um, you know, create relationships as you know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because so realistically, yeah, well, I, up until 2010, you're really only seeing the West Coast slash anybody who comes to the West Coast, which well, the for the most part was like Allentown Challengers, right, right? At one point, and then. Well, yeah, I mean, actually, Sal, 20, 2004 to 2010. I, yeah, I think there was the odd Alberta Cup. I think once I went with. Uh, with with Port Moody and and another time I think I might have yeah I think once or twice I went with Port Moody but that's about it like there was very there wasn't much um and when I took over the our practices my goal was to try and make it a little more competitive right some of the older right. were kind of kind of you know phasing that phasing out um yeah, and so that yeah. was the plan moving forward is try and build our own team exactly exactly and so now 2011 we I meet you and I believe we watched the Fab Five which is what I like to call them which was the oh, the team of story, uh, for the team of Hilal Virji, Kumel Jessa, Yusuf Juma, Arif Chatu, and Nadim, and I believe Weezy Alek Babimji was in the net, and yeah. and they do something special for me. I talk about a lot of moments in my career that I think pushed me to become better and fall in love with this game. And I talked about one in the last in the last interview and a couple of interviews before that. There's always some moments in your careers. This was definitely one of them, right? Because I was a part and parcel of this team as a support guy because I was the one who I, I hitched them their ride. I was like, you know, in the hotel with them when they got the phone call that Nadim's on the court in the quarterfinal. Mind you, they play the entire game, tournament five. He's taking his first time out in the first yeah. game. <laughs> Nadim's calling these guys. Game started at eight. We wake up at eight. And Nadim's like, where are you guys? And we're like, oh, you know, Arifli. And I remember, I think the room, I don't remember who was in that room. I think it was Arifli and Halal. And one of them is like, yo, dude, like we're just waking up. And Nadim's like, what are you talking about? I'm on the court waiting for you against Toronto East, right? So this is Reblo and these guys, right? And CD. And it was, it was a moment where the thought was they were going to give two straight because there was no way they were going to make it in time. And they gave one. They had to give the first game because there's no way we're going to make an eight yeah. o'clock game by waking he up at eight took o'clock. Both his timeouts, if I remember. Correctly. Yeah, he took both his timeouts. We ended up getting there at eight twenty-five or something, and the second game starts, and we and he still took he took a timeout and he took another timeout in the second he game. Took his first timeout, yeah. Yeah, he took his first timeout, so they only had one timeout left, and they get on the court and in the car. We're all telling each other there is no way in hell that why are we even rushing there? We just gave a they just gave a game to East. East is Reblo, right? He's yeah. gonna, and we're playing five, and yeah. we're just like we woke up. They haven't even showered, like you know, they got like you know stuff in their eyes, you know, like all this bitchy <laughs> and stuff, and they're getting on the court, bad breath and all, 
against Reblo, and they win two straight. Yeah, up, finished. And yeah. it was like the craziest time. And I think for me, like I say, I mentioned that story because I think as a youth, we, as uh, uh, anybody who was there that day, I think that gave them like that holy, like, wow, anything, legit anything is possible. Was CD on that team with Reblo? Pretty sure he was. Okay. Well, maybe maybe that's maybe there's another reason CD doesn't mention it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was there because I remember us being like that team was like you know like there's no way they were gonna lose like there's no way. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, and, I mean, uh, and, and you know what? To to you being from out east, um, you know that was probably my first time even seeing Rebel, maybe even hearing of Rebel. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, so, like you guys may may think about CD or Tagaro not seeing them as often. That goes the same way for us with some of the guys from out east. Yeah. And um and 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 you know there's a lot of them, you know, there's a lot of guys. You, that, that's and, the first uh, time you, know, you saw Nadim. That's probably the first time you saw Tarab. That's probably the first time you saw, exactly. like, you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. RKs yeah. and watching these guys up close and personal. I mean, I'm sure that played a factor in you know how much you grew in the game and, and of course uh, you know no, your love no, for it, no, your admiration. it opens your eyes to what, what there is out there, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. RK 2013 comes around and you come with Van City, right? Van yeah. City. And explain to me that, how that team came together and what transpired that time. So that was not long after Amil, I believe, joined our practices. Um, okay. And, uh, you know, Amil had come off at the back of, I think, at least one championship with Faisal. Yeah. Maybe two, yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because 2012 with the Garo um, in RKs. Yeah. 2012 San Antonio, Amil was okay. there. I don't know if I will play for the or played for Faisal in 2011. I'm not sure. Um, I don't recall, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, so, uh, you know, we we sat down with him and, you know, we're like, yo, like we've got a, a good group of guys. We can handpick some guys from Edmonton who, you know, we know a couple of them were my cousins. Right, right. My brother right. came on that team. And this was not long. My brother joined in 2011. Okay. He started playing okay. volleyball in 2011. Okay. So he came in um, and, uh, you know, it, it was it was an up and down round robin. I don't think we beat anybody really that we were expected or that 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 we weren't expected to beat. Like there okay. was no big upset. We okay. squeezed in eighth seed, right? Phase right, eighth seed. seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, you know, uh, it's just like you were talking about with Fayaz. Like uh, it just it clicked that day. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. it just clicked and um, and you know, I think we won that first game by five or six points. Yeah, in time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was it was craziness. Like Surreal. I look back on it and I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh I remember um uh the second game Faisal was angry. Uh yeah. Uh, uh, I, and I yeah. yeah, and you you know, uh it, it was a completely different game, the second game. Yeah. But after the second game, we had multiple people come up to us and be like, yo, you guys have beat them one game. Like, what's yeah, like, exactly. Can't it can happen again. I, I even had somebody who who might have had to play him in the next round come and tell me that look, please, can you yeah. beat him? <laughs> and, like, I, and I didn't know this person. Okay, oh, honestly, man. I swear to you, I didn't. I know I didn't know who this person was, uh, and I don't even mention names. But this person said to me, "Look, please, yeah, please, yeah, because it's through with it. Yeah. We got a chance if you do." 
<laughs> and I said, look, I mean, if we can take him to three, because now we're going into the third, yeah. what problem will you have? Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know? true, true, true. Um, yeah. It should be no problem for you, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyways, we get into that third game, and it's it's close every game, uh, every point. It, it's, you know, within a point. It's it's just very, very close. And, uh, you know, I think we, we lost on the last rally. Uh, we didn't know that it was the last rally. Apparently, from what Faisal told me after, is that he knew. Oh, no way. Know. We hadn't heard Nadim call the time. Apparently, he called it, um, but we didn't hear it. Oh, um, well, wow. We were in the game, right? I mean, um, and so we didn't know. And Faisal later told me that, you know, that was to my advantage, that I knew and you didn't know. Oh, 100%. Because, 100%. Because um, I'm a ghost for it. I'm a ghost for it. Like, well, I'm, see, I believe I'm I playing believe. it like he's playing it normal. And he puts he puts a third ball on that and not realizing that it was the last last point. I believe we had the lead and he had the serve by one point. We had the lead by one point. So it was like an eight, nine type of situation, right? Like eight, nine. I can't remember the numbers and he, he had the serve. I I believe it was eight, nine because I was sitting right there, bro. And I just couldn't believe what I was watching. And you know, eight seed beating a one seed was like, it's like dreams, right? And uh, eight, nine, I think it was eight, nine and Faisal serving. And I, I did know it was the last round. I did know. I did. And it looked like you guys didn't know because the, when Amil hits it in the net, he was kind of like upset about it, but he was like, all right, let's go, you know? Yeah, but in fact, he figured it out before I did because as soon as it went down, I think he saw Nadim coming off the step. Yeah, off the step, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. he went down on two knees and I'm like, yo, what's your problem, man? Like, get up. Like, let's <laughs> yeah, go. yeah, yeah. So it's tied, like, it's tied. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, he, and, and he goes, look, like, it's over. And I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. But, you know, there's an example we all took, like I took from that tournament. I had two guys. My brother was one of them sitting in third for that yeah. entire three-game set. We didn't make a change in the second game yeah. or after the second. Yeah. And by the end of those three games, those two guys, my brother and my cousin, both had lost their voices. Yeah, man. You know? Support, man. Um, Support, yeah. Yeah, and the mentality on that team morphed into that. It wasn't that way at the start. But as we started getting, you know, a little better, I mean, you know, you don't get trophies for not getting two quarterfinals, but yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know yeah. I mean? If um, if there were trophies for quarterfinals, you'd be at the top of that list. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like how, just like how I'd be at the top of the list for semifinals. So um, you, you, you move on from that tournament, obviously taking a lot away because you're like, okay, maybe we didn't have a great overall tournament, but the end was nice and we could build yeah. off that, right? Um, yeah, no doubt. We took elements of that team, uh, the, the Vancouver elements of that team, and we went to Allentown the year after. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, yes. I remember that. Yes, you're right. And Barhaba Cup, right? Oh, yeah. You remember that well, actually. Remember. <laughs> you remember that well. I remember that very well. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, go on. I'll let you go. No, no, no. You go. I want you to say. It. I want you to say. It. So, yeah, we, Allentown, um, we took, uh, um, we took a, a 12-year-old. 13 year old Nettie, who is yeah. actually my Nettie now. Wow. And that, yeah, dude. Comes a long way. Comes a yeah, long and way. that 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 tournament gave him the same the same jolt that you know 2004 Alberta Cup gave me. Yeah. Um, I think so, anyways. I mean, he turned into a phenomenal Nettie. Listen, yeah. a, a beautiful dead ball. Um, and anyways, that again, that tournament, um, we had some really good games. We had a very close round robin game with Jaffries. Yes. Um, yes. You know, it, it and then of course we had the final kind of play in game against you guys. Yeah. And yeah. I think winner winner qualifies for the quarters yeah, and loser yeah. doesn't. And yeah. I think we we ended up winning by one point. I think it was close. It was, yeah, it was correctly. close. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was close. Um, 
But it was the, it was the you know I remember talking to you before and I was like this is not a situation I want to be in. Bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, none of us did actually. But, um, but yeah, no, it's good that you brought a team to Marhaba, right? And then after you bring that team to Marhaba, you come back the year after to New York yeah. with Imran Walji. Yeah. So let me go back. That that again. That team in 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 Marhaba. We went to we went to the quarters and we went to three games against Sabaski in the yeah. finals. Arcades, in the, yeah. In the quarter finals. Yeah. Yeah. With Arcade. So that's the second tournament in a row for a team that we've taken and yeah. we've gone to three games in a quarter. Yeah. Right. So yeah. we felt like, hey, there's we're something close. here. Yeah. yeah we're close. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um. So yeah. Then yeah. And and Mamdu was part of that team in in, in Allentown. Uh-huh. Um. Oh, sorry, yeah, in Allentown. And Mamdu was Mayroob's original lifter from back in the day. So that okay. Edmonton tour that I went to, yeah. Nettie, and yeah. my left my back left Mayroob was the back center. Right. right. Um, so yeah, we came, we came with uh we, we came with Imran Walji. Uh again, we we were, I think, the one of the only teams in the quarterfinal to take a team or, or in the in the round robin to take a game from Jaffrey's. Yes. Um I remember you guys took a group. game from Jaffrey's. I was watching that game. Um we we had a, a really a good round robin, decent. You know, I think we finished up third. It was I think Orlando and then Jaffrey's or Jaffrey's Orlando and then us. You know, by the way, I, I just want to make this clear. A lot of people probably hear me say that I I remember watching that game. I watch a lot of games and tournaments, guys. I know it's like surreal to think, but I actually don't do anything but watch games because I learned so much from watching those games. So to all the youth out there who want to go out in Baraza outside or chill or whatever or eat. I would suggest watch the games, man, because you know what? Maybe the last time you see that guy on the court, it may be the next time you the next time you see him, it might be across from you. So watch the games, bro. Because oh, because you you might miss something. And I was able to sit there and watch you guys beat Jaffrey's one game. And I was like, what? Like that's amazing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh same thing, quarterfinals. Uh we took the game from Jaffrey's and we we couldn't close it out. I went to game three, and I think they ultimately ended up winning. Um, yeah, that was 2015. That, that was, was 2015. You guys ended up in the finals, yeah. Sorry, you guys ended up in the finals of that that tournament. No, that was the Orlando Jaffries finals. Orlando Jaffries. Um, right. That was the start of the Orlando Jaffries. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it started in 2012, oh, right? In the middle of it. In the middle yeah, the, the yeah. yeah, right in the right at the peak of yeah. it, right? Like it was crazy. Um, you come from the West Coast, and obviously now you've come to a lot of tournaments in the East Coast. You go back. Every time you go back, you're taking something back with you in terms of, you know, obviously adding to your talent, experience, whatever it is, right? In the West Coast, we talked about the volleyball landscape, right? You got Lionsgate, you got Britannia at one point, you got Port Moody or Queensboro, you got Calgary. And yeah. Calgary was known to be a very strong team, right? Like they were known to pretty much be the kings of the West Coast, right? What was the volleyball scene like there on the West Coast in the midst of all this, right? Not talking about the earlier days because we all knew that they were pretty much like they were thriving, right? But in the midst of this, it kind of was like a it was like a downtime, no? Yeah, there was, um, you know, there was, I mean, the Alberta Cup was probably the, the you know, there was one where the RKs had come out at some point in time and they, I think they ended up losing in the finals to Calgary. Um, but you know, obviously, it never compared to what you get out east, right? Right, uh, right, right, right. But, but you know, we 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 built quite a good rapport and, and built some relationships. Um, at least our club, um, at local in Vancouver with Port Moody, I was playing with them week in week out. Me and my brother both became members of that club as well. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. 
and again, they they uh, played a big part in 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 um, me improving, yeah. um, getting yeah. chances uh, in, in different positions in 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 uh, competitive games, um, and um, and yeah, you know it it. I mean, there there obviously was a bit of the older mentality left left, but uh, you know we built relationships with Lionsgate, Alim Tarani, Altaz's brother. Uh, okay, Altaz okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, CD, all these guys, you know, Tagaro, and like I told you, Tagaro was just a gem of a guy. Class act, a man. Class guy act. that uh, you uh, you went to a tournament, you went to practice, and he'd come and find you and say hello. Yes, yes, you'd see, yes. You walk in the door, and he he'd come to you. One hundred percent, man. That guy's hair was wet twenty four seven. I'm telling you, like his <laughs> swagger was on another level. I would see him in the morning, and he would say salam to me at breakfast, wet, nice, slick back hair. I'd see him at night. That hair stays the same. Um, but love, all love for Tagara, man. What a, what a class act. You start gaining gaining some notoriety, right? Because now you're a guy that a lot of us have watched play with the likes of Amil and Vancouver and Imran Walji, and you were a, 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 a guy who played very well, you know, defensively at least, right? And yep. people, people saw that in you. They're like, oh, this guy can dig, and this guy has a good serve. And you know what? Like, we're going to start taking him for tournaments. And that's when we see... I mean, you did do this before. You played for Allentown a few times, but we see you playing at Al Wahda with stars. We see you yep. playing in um Allentown, Minnesota team. Uh, yeah, that was the Allentown, Minnesota mixed team, right? With Imrawaji and Sammy together. Like I've I yep. saw you play with a lot of different teams. And it's almost like it's it's good because you're getting your opportunity, obviously, like experience, right? But it also means that Vancouver isn't bringing teams to these tournaments, right? And it's oh, like, no. you know, you're at least going out there. And Sunshine, I think you played Allen with Allentown, you know, in 2016, right? Like, so you're getting... Allentown, my first chance in center. Yeah, and I, that's what I, want, I wanted to tell you. Like, in the midst of playing with these teams, number one, did you feel almost like, yeah, okay, I'm getting a chance to play, but it's not home? 100%. And, and, you know, a lot of times people would come to us and be like, you know, there's like eight Vancouver players at this tournament, but all you guys are playing on like four or five different teams. Yeah. Like, why, <laughs> yeah. why don't you play together? It didn't you know, make sense. Good players. Yeah, like, it didn't make sense. You know, we've got Mamdu, Amil, these guys, like there's, there's guys around, you know, like yeah. CD with Revlo, Amil with Faisal. Yes. You know? Yes. So they're like, why don't you guys play together? And I think that, you know, getting together with Amil was kind of the start of that. And Amil... You know, a heck of a player, man. Um, oh and yeah, he, always known as you know, one of the best. Yeah, he, ambidextrous, actually, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> he can do the same on both sides, bro. Yeah, amphibious. Um, <laughs> That's what we like. Yeah. So, yeah. so you know, and, and with Amil, you know, we we actually we did build uh, um, some some progress. Uh, like there's some continuity there, but. We still, you know, at the end of the day, Amil also wanted to attend all the tournaments. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't have, we just didn't have enough guys to attend all the tournaments, you know? Yeah, yeah. So building that con that continuity with it with an actual team was very, very difficult. Yes. And it was around, you know, towards the end of that, I think after New York, that we started to realize that if we're going to, you know, if we want to continue this, we're going to have to start building something. Real. Exactly. Exactly. And and, and I think 20, 2016, you get your shot with Allentown in the center. Yeah, 2016 was, and, and that coincided with some young guys that joined our, our club uh, a couple of years prior, and that they were improving. Um, and I, I came out of that tournament knowing that, hey, I I, I can do this. I, I took some points from some exactly. very good players. Right? Yeah. Uh, 
it gives and you so that that my feeling. My brother right? looked at me on the way home. He's like, "Yo, man, like I think we might have something. Like, yeah, maybe we, maybe we should try." You know, we made a plan on the flight home, like what we were gonna do, like how we were gonna grow this thing. I think um, this this was you know not long after you and I had the conversation about us taking Easter 2017 for a tournament. Yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. And uh, you know, Musti and yourself were were very you know uh, accommodating. You guys pushed us to do it. Um, and yeah, and then that that brings you, uh, I guess, to our tournament in 2017. Yeah, 2017, you you have a situation where there's multiple tournaments happening at the same time, right? But you did something that not many people had has have have done had done at that point at least was that you opened your tournament yeah. and you allowed for us to be able to play an open tournament, which was only a thing that the arcades did, right? So it was awesome yeah. for that because. And I think that was the beginning of a lot of tournaments starting to open up because they were like, if Vancouver can do it, we can do it, right? Um, no doubt. And shout out to some of our community leaders at the time because at the time, you know, this event City Sports Fest or the Vancouver Sports Festival was was uh, was completely in-house. Um, and yeah. so a lot of the decisions we had to make uh, went through the EC, especially the bigger decisions. Um, and and they, you know, we we explained the situation to them. I think Abbas had reached out to them as well. Abbas yeah. Kimji, yeah. Um, who was with North at that time. Yes, um, he was. Yes. And and uh, you know we made it happen. Um, you know uh, it. If I'm honest, I think that with Dubai announcing, you know, in the midst of the run up to our tournament, that that was hard to take for us. But you know we switched gears and. Uh, I think it worked out for the better. I, I really do. Yeah, I think, um, I think you garnered a lot of support, and I think you know we people were were leaving teams and, and you know making their own teams to go to Dubai, but we were able to make our own team and, and do something that we all wanted to do, and that was play Dream Team, and we did Dream Team, and that was super cool. And we we did a lot of uh, scheming on the back end to get people to come, and it worked out. And a we had a, phone calls, bro. a lot of phone calls. I remember that time, and it worked, man. And uh, and it, it, I'm so I was so glad to see a Vancouver hold a very very successful tournament and actually a very good final because even though Dream Team was was riding through the round robin seven eight six man they gave us a run for our money uh, yeah. you can't ever count those guys out um, at that, that tournament you have a very different team because your team isn't what you know it's kind of like what you said right oh why aren't you guys playing together why aren't you guys you guys are playing every tournament separately you would think a hometown tournament would be filled with hometown players but that wasn't the case again like another it was another indicator for us that you know we need to build because um yeah we had you know we had a, a player or two uh that that you know once we opened things up things kind of changed yeah. in their in mind on where they wanted to play and it was too close to the tournament for us to to rejig completely to to rejig everything and and you know yeah. by chance I had some conversations with Durab at the time yeah um and you know how T is yeah I'm not coming and then you know yo yeah. I mean the guy, yeah. he, you know he's gonna want to be there yeah you know? T's, T's, yeah Durab's gonna be there yeah Durab's gonna be there yeah and uh, and and so it worked out and and thanks to T you know I mean at the end of the day you know um he, he came out uh he made it 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 it, it was easy it, it didn't like in terms of playing with him getting him committed and confirmed it all went very seamlessly and yeah there's a level of uh 
there's a level of I don't want to say embarrassment, but it's kind of like man, like we got our own tournament. We yeah, we disappointment. Have, yeah, have, disappointment. Yeah, 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 yeah. For um, sure. While I love, I enjoy that tournament playing. You know, with that team, we ended up going to the semis playing with five. Yeah, uh, which was crazy. You guys played five against us, and it was t- two tough games. It was two very yeah, tough we, games. Bagged at the end of it, bro. <laughs> yeah, you guys were done. Yeah, obviously, naturally, playing five. But. But yeah, that's when, you know, that that's again another time where we we kind of got a kick in in the butt that hey, you know what? Like something's got to happen here. We, yeah. we need to make changes and we need to start pushing youth. And and you know what? You know, subsequently at the same time having a tournament locally, you've got young guys who aren't exposed to volleyball coming exactly. out. To exactly. The food was good. It was, you know, the community was involved. So now so, they're starting to like it, right? They're seeing it at home, exactly. right? And they're exactly. like, wait a second, this could be a thing. And I think that after that is when you really saw the true formation of what Vancouver would be, Van City would be today. Because I think, like you said, it, it, was, it was eye-opening and you started to make moves. Now, Let's talk about how hard it is. And, and I want to make this clear because, I, and I think we talked about this in the, Thurab, in the Thurab interview. Back in the day, New York was the mecca of volleyball. A lot of players originated out of New York. You know, all, all, a lot of top guys. People moved. Yeah. People went up north to Toronto. People went down south to Florida, right? Orlando. And today you look at truly where the mecca of, of meccas of volleyball are. And you look at Toronto and you look at Orlando. Orlando has a pool of 60 players. Toronto, double that, right, probably. And so you look at that and you go, you know, all the other markets, and we and, and, and to compare it to the NBA, a small market and big market, all the other markets mm. have a difficult time building teams from scratch. And when I say difficult, I mean just it takes a little longer. And yeah. I'll, I'll let you explain your side of it because not only you see we're on the east coast so even though it takes us a while we're still getting multiple tournaments we're not having to travel six seven hours you being on the west coast how hard was it to really start getting these youth involved and then also showing them any sort of promise because it was like you can only attend one tournament a year really and you had to do everything in that tournament for them to gain experience exposure Mm -hmm. play well confidence and do something like go far enough for them to be like, okay, we're working towards the right direction. So there's a couple of ways. The first thing is that we're blessed that at least, you know, we have another couple of communities of volleyball teams yes. or a couple of teams in the yes. city with some yes. very good players, of even course. still. Right. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we try and you, the relationships we had built over the past five to 10 years where a few yeah. of them were members of our club. A few of us were members of their club yeah. um, help right in practices, stuff like that. Um, I also think that, you know, we realized like we used to come to these tournaments, right. And we'd see, we'd see guys like Musti, um, Johnny, Johnny, G- Johnny, Johnny. Yeah. Um, we would see, you know, we would see these guys like uh, Alira's uncle and Riyadh's uncle and these guys, and we'd see the support that, they would be giving or, or providing to these teams, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and we realized, like, even though you guys don't have to travel as far, that support, uh, it makes a massive difference. Goes a long way. Goes a long way. Uh, and so that was the idea. And that's coming to fruition now. Um, and, and you know what? Honestly, like, you you bring, we brought them in. You know, we brought players in. We tried to practice with them. We would obviously maybe do some drills or we'd switch up practices, right, things like right, that. Right, we'd right, try right. to have a practice with Lionsgate or with Queensboro. We'd have it every now yeah, and then. We'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every couple of months, we'd, we'd 
we used to have uh, a few times we'd have like a three or four team tournament at the mosque. Um, so that's the way we showed them a competitive side of the yeah. game, right? Yeah. Um, but but yeah, you're right. It's tough uh, without sponsorship and without um, a lot of support. It's tough to go to more than one tournament at least a year. Um, it is. It's very difficult. Time, you know, I look at one example is I look at Stanmore uh, and I look at how good that club, their yeah. A-team has become. Yeah. And no offense to anyone else in, in the UK, but they're pretty much leaps and bounds better. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Than, than definitely. They're, they're, the, they're the cream of the crop, man. Yeah, for sure. Like, like, you know what? I mean, over here, you could, you know, out in, in North America, you could name four or five teams that are kind of yep. up towards the top, right? Yep. Over there, it's Stanmore, and then there's a drop. There's, there's a, a drop-off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That being said, even with that, that even with that scenario, they've still been able to build what they've built. 100%. Right? 100%. Um, which which some which which tells me that you know you don't you may not necessarily need the best players to practice against. You really don't. You really don't. But it may be about the mentality that you instill in your players in practice. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, because it's easy to come to practice every week, have a good time, barraza and get out of there. And then leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and that's something we've been working on too, is is trying to change a mentality that look, you're not gonna go to a tournament and turn that switch on and being steady. It's not gonna be like that. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Right? You're, you're always kind of going to default to type once you yes. get to a tournament. Yes, you know? yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. And I, so that's another thing that, you know, we've been working on in terms of, the, like, getting more competitive, getting more steady, getting, you know. I mean, we, the, the nice thing is, again, we've built this team and we've been able to have practices against some of the best players in Vancouver. Yeah. And this is the first time in the last few years, we've, or last year post-COVID, we've done this. It's the first time in my volleyball career ever I've yeah. seen in Vancouver an A team play right. together in practice. Yeah. It just never yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Um, right. And that's a big part of it. That's a big yeah, part of it that's, that's, that's that we have from the, the the external, like the Smiley community and their teams. Uh, and also, you know, I, I have to mention the support I have around me. You know, people say, oh, you built, you built that. And sure, you know, we pushed it. But, you know, without, you know, those guys that show up every week on time, that's guys key, you know, are, are taking over sponsorship stuff and taking yeah. over logistics and all this you know even with the tournament you know we had guys step up and 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 hit home runs in in, in the tasks that they were given yeah no you know? doubt no doubt uh, and that's important you need that support on the court off the court without no, it no doubt you know, i think i think and and i want to i think i i want to say this because i feel like it could help someone in the future because we've been through it and when when the talent of volleyball really started to consolidate to two sections of the East coast, which was Toronto and Florida. There were, there were situations for us, like in guys like in New York, right. Which was once like, you know, considered one of the better teams and obviously had a lot of, a lot of talent to now manufacture talent, like, like, you know, and you, and you, and it's hard to do that because first of all, you have to have kids who are driven. You then have yeah. to, or youth that are driven. Then you also have to have, People to play against these youth, like you said, to, you know, get their games up, right? So, yeah, going to tournaments was great and getting your ass kicked is great in terms of like eventually you're going to get better. But it wasn't always easy in-house to be able to kind of work through a minor league system, right? Getting these kids ready for this stuff. So I think if you look down in, in, in Orlando... And I think that they've obviously done great things. I mean, they were they're a dynasty, right? And so they've done this through 
them having a great pool of talent. And even when they had the, the, the Kaber and uh, Orlando Union split, I mean, a lot of good players went to Kaber. And even when they were like playing against each other, they were obviously getting better. I mean, that also gave opportunity to other guys, right, to step up and play on each team. But again, they had so much talent, they could do that. Right. I think in New York, our talent was so diluted that even when we had the split between Hadries and, and, and Union, it wasn't for the it wasn't good because we needed all those pieces. And I'm, I'm, I'm and I'm happy that we all went back together because that's when we actually started making runs to the finals because we needed all these pieces. Right. To make it happen. And if you look at us, I mean, there were times we were going to Allentown. Right. And we were driving. I talked about this. We've, we've, we've driven to Allentown. And because we had no practice, like we had, didn't have good practices. And we would go up against Banji and Sumar and Sammy, and we would get our asses kicked. Like, yo, we would drive two hours to get our asses kicked, and it was the worst, but it got us to be better. And that's all we need. That's all we had. That's really all yeah. we had. We go to tournaments and be bottom dwellers, but that's all we had because that's it. That we had to we had to play off the end. When I came in iron out our kinks in the round robin, you know, uh these teams in Toronto. They're, they're they're working out those things in practice. And yeah, right? they get like North gets to play Stars, Stars gets to play Jeffries, Jeffries gets to play 786, 786. Look at like look at okay, art like look at Toronto, right? We talked about the five teams: RKs, Jeffries, Stars, North, East. Those were at the top, right? They could play one another five any dynasties, given bro. yeah, five dynasties. Five. They could play one one each other every day of the week and take yeah. two days off. Like, think about it that way, right? And then you have a team like 786, and people saw how fast 786 got, ro- ro- like they, they rose up real quick because they were playing these talents. I would go to Toronto, and Thurab would take me to practice, and we'd go to a Tuesday or Wednesday, I believe it was a Tuesday or Wednesday night practice with 786, and it was a regular weekly practice that was making 786 better, playing against stars. Like, naturally, bro, you're going to get better, but we never had those luxuries. Like, and I'm not saying that Orlando didn't you know, manufacture their own talent. Of course they did. Right. But I mean, look at that front line, right. That's, that's all ta- that's talent. That's homegrown talent, baby. You know what I'm saying? But they had better pools of players. So they were able to compete against one another. And that drove every single person to be better and better and better. And for New York, it was almost like when I became captain and I was given the opportunity to, to lead or, or create a team that I felt that I was, was going to be a championship caliber team. I would do things in practice, like only hit the best players. Because for me to take a point off, I I, I try to, I do the same thing in practice, even the serve, because it's the only way for you personally to to get any better. Exactly. You got to find the hardest guy to take a point from and conquer that guy. Exactly. And and you're you're helping that guy and you're helping the other guy and you're helping the other guy. And your own talent actually can create better talent because they're helping you, you're helping them. And then it becomes a point where now at practice, you got four against four right of the the top guys on your team going at it and all of a sudden whoa i don't need nobody else i got yeah. my guys right and i think that's where vancouver is coming to where they got now their core and they don't need anything really to and yeah, that's what you've built right no it's it's it, it's it's really coming and it's um it's a pleasure to see it like i said i got a lot of help and um Um, but like I said, I mean, I do think that the talent pool is a big part of it. Um, but the mentality and not to say that New York maybe didn't have, I'm not saying they didn't have that mentality. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. It's, it's a combination of both. Yeah. Or that Orlando did, but, but I think that, I think that half of it is, 
is the mentality and and how how you how you run your practices and you know i mean it's it's a it's a it, it, it's a fine line to straddle because exactly we, we get close to pushing people away right that yeah. you know yeah, yeah, the yeah. Third, the guys getting hey hey you know what you got to play b or c or d or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so you could you could push people away but I I I like to use Stanmore as an example just because I see what they've built and I don't think that I don't think they have the advantages of the talent locally uh, uh as 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 maybe out east uh, yeah. like east yeah. America. But you know what credit to Stanmore because look at what they've what they did like this time around I mean they brought Bilal Kaba to practice they brought Abbas Haidalaji to practice like I'm I'm hearing that these guys are going to practice what a player, hey, Bilal Kaba, bro. What a player. yeah what a player I mean let's not get into that uh, but yeah I'm gonna get a message from Shane tomorrow um but like you know you get you get all these guys at your practice they're only gonna make you better but that's so smart of Stanmore right like that's what a team should do put any differences aside I mean rivalries aside bring your best guys try to get better for the tournament. And I think, you know what, Stanmore, again, uh, all credit to them because you're right. They don't have the same advantages that we do, especially here on the East Coast. You create Van City, right? Van City's now created. You're working towards after post your 2017 tournament to attend your next tournament, which is 2019 Minnesota. And yeah, what this was that time like between until that 2019 tournament? That coincided with us switching our practices to Fridays. Okay. And that, I believe, was the conversation I had with you um, and a couple other people. I started to realize that nobody else, like it's at least the community teams, they all practice on the weekends, the Friday yeah. and Saturday nights. That's, that's it. Uh, you know, it's practiced on, I mean, SFU days back in the day in the 90s was, was Saturday nights. Yeah. But when they went to the mosque, the night they were given was Monday night. And so yeah. it's been Monday, it's been Monday night from then like the year 2000 until 2018 right yeah, yeah. so we realized that in order to get the kids in and the youth in is mm. we had to switch to fridays 100%. and thankfully it worked out with the group that had fridays we switched to fridays and that was probably the smartest move we made we look back on it right now we talk about it um and it's brought so many kids i now have you know youth asking to play and i i don't have room yeah, so now we're talking going to a three-team practice after Orlando, which is amazing, uh, man. Which is amazing. So, so yeah, Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota was the first real tournament with this group. Um, again, we had never played together as an A team except right. for, or it, like, we went to an Edmonton tournament, um, and and uh, we went. Yeah, we went to an Alberta Cup tournament. Mm-hmm. And we got to a semi. I mean, it was an A team tournament, so we should have got to a semi. And in the second game, though, we gave him a good scare. We went on a run. Uh, and that's when we kind of realized, hey, there's there's something here. There's some chemistry right. here. There's something we had. Right. Uh, we, we built up for Minnesota and, and you know, culminating in that quarterfinal uh, appearance uh, against uh, against Imran Walji. In, in, okay. Uh, and, 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 and that quarterfinal was truly the first time people are really have they really have eyes on vancouver and and it's not a shot at you guys it's more so like yeah. okay we know what maybe doing with this team it's a rebuild team it's going to take them some time they may make the quarters they may not you know let's see what yeah. happens and you make the quarters and it's like oh it, yeah. is he really going to do something here like is this really going to be a tight game and I remember playing my quarters and I don't even 
no, sorry, I was playing. I was playing another game. I was playing a round of sixteen game or something, and against United Stars. Sorry, beat. actually, let me correct you. Let me correct you. That Minnesota game was a round of sixteen. That was a round of sixteen. You're right. That was a round of sixteen, and so they were playing all the round of sixteen games at the same time. And we're played our round of 16, but we hear so much noise on this side, right? Now we turn around and obviously if noise is coming, they're coming, it's coming from the Minnesota crowd because Minnesota's winning. So to us, no surprise, Minnesota's winning. Yeah, they're supposed to win. It's a home, it's a hometown tournament. They're playing against Vancouver, which is a team that's on the up and up, but you know, they're not there yet, right? We get there after our two game, uh, we swept them two games, but which by the way, United Stars gave us a tough time. But anyways, we we get there and we hear that it's one, one and it's game three and game three hadn't started yet. And we're like, wait, one, one. And they're like, yeah, the noise you heard was from the crowd supporting Vancouver because they were in awe of the fact that Vancouver was just took a game from Minnesota. What was that whole experience like? It was something else. We just came out, you know, we, we tried to have the same mentality we had in 2013 against Faisal swing for the fences and play, you know, the girl used to, used to tell me, Dil tiram, like play with yeah, your heart. Yeah, play with bro. your heart, bro. Yeah, stop overthinking, heart. stop yeah. worrying, just play with your heart. And uh, and that was our, you know, we didn't overthink it. We we went and, and it flowed and it was a great game. I think we caught them by surprise a little bit. They were uh, yeah, caught the, you caught the whole um, world by surprise. That's that's for sure. Yeah, yeah it was good. Um, they st- I mean, I think ultimately they ended up out steadying us, but it, it was great. I mean, it, it was a coming out party for a lot of players, right? Um, yeah. My brother, like, who's just my defensive rock, bro. Yeah. Uh, and he has um, he, he has a, a hell of a third ball on him. And hopefully, you know, you get to see it yeah, uh, one sure. day. We call him Kizzer, we call him Kizzer Light, right? Because he has all the physical <laughs> attributes that Kizzer has. Just we don't we, don't, bro, we haven't yeah. we, we, yeah. we're just we're just That's waiting to see him come out. It's come out parties coming out soon for sure. Um, and then, uh, yeah, my short center, Nabil, um, you know, my netty, um, you know, and, and all of them, I mean, the support I get from Mayboob, um, you know, his kid Yusuf on the front, right. Um, and the front left was a bit of a revolving door at that time, but, you know, we, we just, you know, we all just like that and that team, I realized that day that I had a guy come, one of the players, and I won't say who came to me outside after we lost uh-huh. and the guy was in tears. Uh, and I'm wow. like, what the hell? Not a kid. I mean, it's a twenty-one-year-old kid. Like you wouldn't think the guy'd be crying. The guy's in tears. He's like, he looks at me. He's like, yo, I'm, I'm sorry, my bad. And I'm like, yo, relax. You know, I mean, yeah. this is our big tournament, and yeah. I'm used to playing on a team where guys are getting blamed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where, you know, Someone's taking the blame now. Yeah, this guy after me, or you know what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so that kind of made me realize again that you know we're building something. There's a real camaraderie on the team. These guys are all behind each other. They're all working for each other. Um, so it was, it was awesome, man. It was, it was, it was again, another step in the right direction. It was that feeling that, that, you know, that feeling of like, you know, you are, you are now like, you feel good about a loss, which to be honest, it's, it's not always where you feel good about a loss, but when you do feel, you know, when you do get a loss and like that, where a team is taking the blame that, that just shows that everyone's heart and soul was in that, you know what I'm saying? Like they were given 100 at that point. Right. Um, and yeah, people were, were like, okay, Vancouver's here, be on the lookout. Maybe he's building something and it could work. And obviously that we saw, you know, people saw Nubbill for the first time, you know, and like, that was a thing. And, you know, your brother and he's playing in the back line. That was a thing. And like, okay, wait a second. Like what's happening here? This guy's got some pieces. And then the pandemic happens. And I think again, for a lot of teams, we talk about this, the pandemic couldn't have happened at the worst time because, I think for us, we talk about it with New York, right? We're we're almost there. You guys, 
on the up and up, right? Coming around, like a lot of things were happening during this time where the pandemic would have maybe given us a lot of hope or a lot of chances to do something special. Nonetheless, the pandemic happens. And what happens to Vancouver volleyball during that time? I mean, you know, there was a lot of messages going back and forth. When are we going to play? When are we going to play? There definitely was excitement to play. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, and the youth that some of the youth, now those two brothers um, that had come to uh, to Minnesota were, were were wanting to get in. They wanted yeah. to join. They wanted yeah. to play. Yeah. And so there was a lot of itching to play. And, um, you know, as we came out of the pandemic there, Mumbu had organized a practice uh, where we could try and keep our A team together. And again, you know, I mentioned how vital that is. Of course, to be able huge. To work out in, in practice as opposed to around. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah, we would play against, you know, the, the best combination of players that that we could get to put together from the other side, uh, mm-hmm. from from other players. Some would be Ishnashu, there'd be some Ismaili guys, there Altas and these guys, Amil, yeah, Khalil, yeah. these guys. Um, and and it, it went fairly well for us. You know, there's some tough games, but it, you know, again, like this, I go back to this collaboration that we have with that community, um, you know, the mentorship, um, not only from the, my own guys, like my, our guys growing up, yeah. but guys like CD and Altas exactly. and yeah, 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 mentorship. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, I personally, and even as a team and the support, like, you know, we just played them two, three weeks ago, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's huge. Yeah, no doubt. And, and again, you're, you're playing against guys who are legends, right? Like CD is a legend, right? So like you're playing against him and he's, he's, he's around still. And I'm sure he, he still brings like, he may, you know, he may be older now, but he still brings it right. Like every week, he's not going to sh- sell you short. You know, everyone sees may see CD and what they've seen at tournaments. And, you know, sometimes he can get heated. He wears his that. emotions on his sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, oh, bro. I'll tell you, that's a guy that um, out of a lot of guys, has really taken to uh, the mentorship role or yeah. the, okay, my time's done. Um, you know, and he has a drive a about it. Yeah. Bro, you could play with this guy and he'll tell you, put the ball there at this time. Yeah. So when that guy moves this way, you put the ball there. Yeah. And if you can execute, if you can execute. Yeah. Which is another It's story. a guaranteed point. 100%. And, 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 you know, and at the same time playing against him, he's the first guy to put his hand up. Yep. If you, always. If you, 100 you know um and so cd you know cd uh and, and the, and fa- he, the, he, the fact that cd's still playing right like and 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 and, and you know he's still coming to tournaments like he was there you know in edmonton like he's still doing he was the north in in 2018 i think oh no 20 2015 new york or something like that like he was still coming to tournaments and playing and 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 he's still a part of the volleyball community which is huge right like i think that's such a big thing i think also and and you can tell me this. I remember you and I became close because we shared a passion for the game. We met each yeah. other at tournaments once in a while. It's not like we used to hang out all the time, but we met at tournaments once in a while. Whenever we'd meet at tournaments, we'd hang out and we'd talk volleyball. And yeah. sometimes when you come from a city where not everyone shares that same passion, it's 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 hard to it's hard to kind of put that in someone. That passion has to come organically. It cannot be, you can't put it into somebody, right? When you see now that your team has that passion just instilled in them, it almost like you said, people are sending each other messages like, when are we playing? You know, yeah. you know, like looking out for the best for you or just sitting and talking volleyball over 
you know, a movie over a baraza over, you know, a dinner, you yeah, know, like multiple guys that goes in volleyball now in our community, younger guys over their, their normal a sport, their, their main sport that they grew up playing. Yeah. And it's crazy because back then when you were coming up, it wasn't that many people and there was a handful of people. And now it's like, bro, these kids love volleyball. And, you know, it's funny enough because some of my highest viewership or listenership is, is coming straight from Vancouver and Seattle and like that area of the world. And I want to thank you guys because, you know, that I appreciate that. I appreciate the support, but it just shows that people are, they, they're hyped about it, man. And they love it. And they're well, supporting you guys. Full force. Up, they eat this shit up. Like they, yeah. they, you know, I go to volleyball. The, the next time I go to volleyball after an interview is released, that's all they're talking about. Yeah. Don't bring yeah. it up. You watch the interview. Did you hear this? Did you hear that? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, may, I may not have had time to watch the whole thing. Or yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I for a certain snippet you know but yeah, yeah. They, they eat it up and then that's you know uh, uh that's a testament to what you're doing right no no, um, no thank you yeah no for sure but i, I just love the fact that life. there's that there's that passion in vancouver right now and that passion is what makes you better because you're not going to be driven unless you love it and if you love it you'll always want to be good at it right there's nothing you don't love that you don't want to be good at or you don't want to give your 100 right if you love something you're going to give it 100 no doubt about it and these kids are starting to love volleyball to a point where they're giving it 100 and at that point you're going to get better no matter what yeah we you know we we couldn't have fathomed man uh a few years ago to be going to two tournaments within two and a half months of each other seriously yeah we took yeah. we took a youth team to edmonton great i mean edmonton no problem it's close still but to, to then to then secure um local community sponsorship yeah um, and have people jump on board and help us out like they have and then secure, you know, and then confirm two teams, two boys, like a, a, the youth and the, and the, and the A team. Yeah. And a, to the Edmonton, to, or to That's the Orlando. Insane. That's insane. That is the longest trip of life. And you guys are making it all the way out there with a youth team, which just, just again, testament to what you guys have done, what you guys have built. It all starts with you and the support you have. Talk about Edmonton for me with a sec for a second, because I know that for you guys after the pandemic, probably so much hype. Want to get back on the court? Want to see what you guys have coming off a tournament that was three years prior? Obviously, you know you get these practices. You're playing in that in that practice that Mumdu set up, and you're doing so many different things. You're you're thinking that your team could be on the cusp of doing something special, right? Edmonton happens, and and what does that do for you guys coming into Orlando? Like what happened in Edmonton that you can take away from that you feel you're well, confident about? I think coming out of 18 practices, we, we thought our strength was how steady we were, Yeah, yep. <laughs> you know? Um, and yeah, we, we hadn't been to a tournament for three, four years. So, uh, we, you know, we missed out on London. Uh, sadly, uh, I got a lot of links there. I would have absolutely loved to, to have been there. I watched it live and, um, you know, the job that they did un unbelievable. Yeah. We try, we try to make it happen. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You had a big part in it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and um and yeah so you know we get to edmonton you know i mean i don't think we were overconfident but i think that we we learned that you know there were some changes we some changes some fine changes we had to make you know we needed you know we needed to add a second netty um you know we need to get steadier and again this comes back to the mentality that i spoke about uh that you need to have on a weekly basis in order to bring that to a tournament because again you're not going to be able to turn that switch on but for the youth, it was pro. That was uh, like probably you know volleyball defining moment so far for me. Of course, to stand yeah. there and see 
what you were doing five, six years ago, what Arafali was doing five, six years ago, and what all these guys, and, and I'm missing guys, and I know, you know, Allentown, I'm sure, has done it, and, and, and other squads, but to stand behind them in their games and cheer them on um, yeah. was emotional, man, because, yeah. again, we come to tournaments and watch you guys do this and be like, why don't we have that? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a long yeah. way away, the flights are expensive, or, yeah. you know, but at the end of the day, if you, if you can, if you can create the support, like if you can create the atmosphere and, and the, yeah, the atmosphere, yeah. And we've now done, this will be the second tournament that we're going to be able to do that in three months, it's you know, crazy. again, it's crazy. so, um, so that, you know, as much as a disappointment, losing two straights in the first in Minnesota, they, they played amazing. It's, it's, uh, they outsteadied us. Yeah. Um, it, you know, they, they took a real, I think they took a step. They have some new players. So yeah, they did uh, take a step. Yeah. 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 You know, one of them was was saying to me that oh, it's taken ten years for us to get to a final, and I said, "Well, this is a different Minnesota team than I've seen." In a yeah, while, you know, they, they look they look real good right now, man. They're, they're a dark horse. Yeah, they're sure. very 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 steady. Dark you know, horse for uh, sure. Maytham, Imran, Monty. Yeah, they could um, be coming around. Yeah, they could be coming around. Finally, I think that 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 rebuild for them is coming around because there's that excitement, like you said, in yeah, the youth. You see it, like the passion is there, right? Yeah, there's another one, Minnesota. That's the, that's one I missed, right? That they we again we see this, we saw this, we figured we got to have this, we got to do this. Yeah. Um, and and, and again um, for them too, homegrown talent. They got they had to build it themselves, man. They are the most diverse team in volleyball. They have an Iraqi. They have my brother-in-law who's Iranian. They have you know they have. Maytham, they have Imran Walji, they have Monty, who's Egyptian, right? Like, no, I'm just kidding. He's not Egyptian. <laughs> they have, <laughs> yeah, it does look good. They have all the, uh, Monty, I love you. Um, they have all the, they have all these guys, right? Like who they're, they're, they're busting their ass, bro. And they're making it happen. And you know what? Like I said, they're going to be a dark horse because again, they have the love, they have the passion and they're going to do 100, right? Like that's, they're going to do what it takes. I, another example, Sal. Yeah. Another example of a team that doesn't have an Ismaili community to play against. Yeah. Like Reblo or a North. Or, or anyone nearby, like to drive. Like, yeah, no, nothing. Yeah, this is it, right? And I think that it helps geog geographically. They're a little closer. So they may be able to attend maybe one more tournament than us. But yeah, but still, like, dude, what they've built is 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 a byproduct of the atmosphere and the support. That the they've passion. created yeah. in their jamaat, in their community, the gym, all of it, all yeah. of it, right? One hundred percent. That gym, that, that gym. They are as good as they are. That gym and the Vancouver gym are the two gyms that 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 this should show the world, the Arcoja community, that we need gyms at our mosques, at our centers. We need 100%. gyms because 100%. it will help our community so much, and it'll help the sports within our community, and we it'll help kids. Just stay away from things and let them come to volleyball. Like, it, yep. you know, and, and and again, we'll get into that portion in a second. But I think with the youth this time in Edmonton, what I did notice is that the Vancouver youth and the Orlando youth really got along. And they yeah, found... happened out of nowhere. I got, all of a sudden, they weren't around us anymore. Yeah, like, they just didn't need you like, guys. Oh, where are these? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. honestly, where, where are these kids? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, we're worrying about them at the airport did they all we went to rent cars and we're all driving away i'm like shit like did all the kids get in the cars like, yeah, you know, yeah yeah one of us went back to look where the like home alone yeah it's like home alone did we forget somebody there. yeah did we forget somebody yeah, yeah no doubt right um and all of a sudden we get there and within a couple of hours on day one they were nowhere to be seen they yeah. which is beautiful right because that same passion right there that that camaraderie that they built with the other youth is what me hilal kj Turab. That's what we all had. 
like Arif Ali, all of us. In Toronto, we would sit down and get our asses kicked, but just love it just because we're around one another and we shared the same stories. Yo, today I got beat yeah. game five. Today I got beat game six. Today, I got, you know, I lost, almost lost lovely, but haha, yeah. let's go out. Let's go have a dinner. You know, let's go have something to eat. Like we just had a ball doing that and yeah, that grew our love for the game because we could share that with somebody, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, anyways, that's 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 the beauty of this sport, man. And people don't realize it. I, I know, I know people like to, and that, this is a bad way of saying it, shit on the sport, but this sport has done a lot of good. And I think that now is the time, if any, to look at those positives and put them at the forefront. And I think that's where I want to get to in yeah, terms before of- Before you go to your next point, like, you know, we, we also need to, you know, we, we talk about, you know, in Islam, perfection, morality. Yeah. We, we do need to, you know, look at even greater causes or greater achievements yes. from this sport. Yes. You know, um, you know, there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of need in the world, you know, um, and, 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 you know, it, th- that, that should be a, you know, a, a, a goal or a, a target moving forward that, What's the next greater good to come from yeah. volleyball? Yeah. Okay, we're doing a great, like a lot of these Ishnashri communities and now these Smiley communities, Fayez with Ottawa and, and, and some other players, they're doing a great job of bringing in the youth, getting that feeling of togetherness. We're now working on positivity. We're working on, you know, good influences as opposed to bad, lifted. You know, these things are happening. But now what's the next step? Like, yep. where do we take the next step where, you know, it's like, it's it's spoken about somewhere you know in 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 a higher place like a, a you know a world federation conference yeah, or something like this yeah, where yeah, yeah. you know that volleyball group you know they've done, they've started this this journey yeah, drive yeah, they've done this yeah, you've done that, yeah. you know? and so we do i think need to take further steps into you know us giving back to society and and 100%. And, and actually 100%. Being, Making more progress from proactive, what we built, yeah, proactive, right? one thousand percent, man. You're so right, and and, and to be like honest, podcast, right? sorry. The, the, at the start of your podcast, you talk about uh, a mental health. Uh, yeah, um, and that's what I was about uh, to get at. Nasiha, Nasiha, right? Nasiha, yeah. Nasiha is 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 a perfect example. Orlando, credit to Orlando, okay, because they put that out from the get go, from the forefront that they're going to partner with Nasiha because, and I think it's the perfect partner because. Again, there's a lot of need in this world, right? And we can we can talk about hunger and we can talk about a lot of things and poverty, of course, right, at the forefront. But for our community, I believe, at least for now, and, and again, we're going into a, a situation where, and again, this is my this was my this was my reasoning for doing this podcast. It's to uplift people in a way where you're looking at them as humans. You're not looking at them as the guy who just took a point off you or the guy who was running around the gym or the guy who was, you know, took his shirt off or whatever he did, right? Beat his chest. You're looking at that guy as a human. Uh, yeah, it sounds like we're talking about one guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's it's like that. These people are good people, man. Like, let's talk about how good they are and what they good they can bring to this sport. Because this podcast makes people so much more approachable because now they feel like they know you just by watching yeah. you, right? Like those guys who didn't know Medikaku after this, this podcast, hopefully knock on wood, they're going to know Medikaku enough to go approach him and be like, Hey, Medi, I watched your podcast. It was awesome. Let's talk about this. How did you yeah. handle that? And how did you handle this situation? Because you had to come up from here and there and blah, blah, blah. That's what this podcast is all about. Now, if we can share a positive light, 
on people. That automatically will share a positive light on the game, which will hopefully fix what we've created, any negativity we've created, because it's all of us played a part in it. Okay. Let's not, let's not, let's not fool ourselves, no right? Doubt. No doubt. No doubt. No, no smoke and mirrors here, right? So we have to now fix ourselves. Once we fix ourselves, we can go out there and help the world. And in a way where there's a brotherhood that if we can rely on one another, then someone outside can rely on us. And I think mental health, and this is something I will harp on forever because I went through it. So I will harp on it because I know what it's like. And the, and I and I said it before, mental health, the, my, my, mental health, my mental health issues with anxiety never came from the sport. It came from other things. I was obviously, you know, mentally having to put myself in a position or things were putting myself, I was putting, things were happening that I, I was in a position where I was going through that anxiety. It was exacerbated by this sport. Instead of the sport helping me, it made it no worse. And it was funny because there was a time that I beat it. And when I beat it, I was having it. I was only having episodes on the court. It was funny because it, it, you would think that wouldn't be the case because I'm around my boys and I'm having a blast. But no, the pressure and 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 the, what what the society wanted and expected and you know the things I would hear like oh he's not a champ and blah blah blah. It's not like I would let it affect me, but mentally, oh, it's there, bro. And you it's hear there. It, yeah, you no hear doubt. it and you hear it right. And no I think doubt. that that only made it worse. Volleyball didn't create my anxiety. Volleyball only made my anxiety worse. What we need to do is put in, put this in a position where put us in a position where something like Nasiha, right? Like help our kids, our youth coming up in this game to not feel like they're left out, to not feel like they have to be as good as that guy to be friends with myself or this dude or you know any decent player in this game, right? Mehdi Kaku or Durab or Abbas Kimji or anybody. They can come and talk to us anytime. Because it that's takes, you know, Sal, it takes the focus of and and the whole mentality of what we're doing to a different place, you know, even for those kids, you know, it takes it's not like you said, it's not all about, oh, look at that ball he hit or, you know, not, look at that trophy, won, you know, and you, yeah. you, 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 you're changing the focus. Right. And that ultimately, you know, you know, we're Muslims, you we're striving for perfection in morality. Right. And, and, and I go back to that because. You know, I, I think there's more, again, there's more we can do. Guy, we're paying, what, $1,500 yeah. a volleyball. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Like, that's a privileged place to be, bro. Yes, bro. Um, and this yes, all comes bro. back to Fuzzle for me, man. It all comes back to Fuzzle for me. Um, uh, Marhum Fuzzle and and what he, how he dedicated his life to charity and volleyball. Yeah. And and how they're intertwined at Stan. They're so intertwined. You know? Yeah, they're so intertwined, um, man. They're so interesting. Yeah. And, and again, again, shout out to Stanmore for what they're doing because they put that at the forefront, right? They put that Zara Trust in the forefront. And I think that for years, they, well, for, for years, years for years, I think that for me at the end of it all, and, and, I, and I will have an episode about mental health down the line, but for me at the end of it all, if there was ever a youth in a position where they felt mentally, emotionally, physically, you know, things were just overbearing or they can't, couldn't handle it. And they were at a tournament or even if they weren't at a tournament and they yeah. needed to pick up the phone and they just trusted some guy in volleyball, like they should be able to do that. 
If I, if, if there's a room in that position, it, it may be hard to go to a family exactly. member. Exactly. That kind of stuff, right? Exactly. Like you, you can pick up the phone and be like, dude, I know you went through this. How did you handle it? Because it's really affecting me. And that's what we need to do. First, I think we need to be there for one another. And then, and then yeah. after that, of course, you're right. Like that, all those charitable things should always be the next step for us because that you're right. If we have all this manpower, there's thousands of people coming to these tournaments. We're spending all yeah. this freaking money. Let's put it somewhere. Let's put it somewhere. Yeah. Good. What can we do? What, 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 like what's the next step? Right. And yeah. I think the mental health thing is a great place to start because it's something that hits home for a lot of people. And, 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 and you may not know it, you know, people. That's so true. A lot of people won't admit it. And when you open up, they'll admit it. And, and I told you a handful of guys have come to me after I've talked about it. And they've told me, yo, I went through the same thing, bro. And there's no reason to be embarrassed about it, man. It's it's what it is. And you know what? You can beat it. And it's it's happened. And I've beaten it. That, that's a game of success right there, Sal. Just 100%, bro. No matter how many championships you got. But if you're mentally strong and you're there and you're there for other people, that's a championship to me. That's a ring on your finger, brother. So let's talk about, you know, we talk about, you know, what you've done, getting the youth in the game, you know, the volleyball landscape. Now you come to Orlando two months after Edmonton. Edmonton probably didn't go as planned, but you take the good out of it, right? What are you yeah, expecting I, in Orlando? I think that we expected at at um, at worst to be in a third game in Edmonton in yeah. quarters. Yeah, um, and the semi would have been would have been like whoa, you know. Um, and, and yeah, so we we took some lessons from it. You know, there were some decisions we may have made or I may have made. Um, that that would have hurt us uh, in terms of not having a second netty with us. I think that though uh, it hurt Alta's getting hurt midway through day one. Um, that's a big a piece big... for you, right? Like, uh, what was that like? Quickly, I, I, I don't want to harp on it too much, but no, getting Alta's no, on getting Alta's on your team that that's a big get. So in the last over the pandemic, um, Alta's and I, you know, we built a relationship. He's a good good friend of mine. You know, yeah, he's got yeah. a daughter. He's four, and my daughter's two, and so yeah. you know we. We, you know, we, we talked a lot. We hung out a bit. Um, and so, you know, in fact, even a few years ago in 2019, I think it was, uh, Altaz and I had had a discussion about him joining and he was yeah. interested. And look, yeah. I can see the kids. I can see the youth. I see what you're doing and I want to be, a, you know, I'd love to help you out. And it wasn't. I don't think it was, hey, I want to play for you. You know, it was like, yo, man, let's work together. Let's bring yeah, these kids yeah, up. yeah, 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 yeah. And and then that morphed into him joining our club. Um, and, uh, you know, he had some knee issues uh, leading up to Edmonton. So we had a decision to make, do we, what do we do? Do we replace him or not? And you and I had spoken about that. Um, but, you know, we ultimately decided to let's see and we'll, we'll manage him. I mean, unfortunately, like I said, halfway through the first day. Yeah, knee um, injuries are tough, man. They're, yeah, tough. They're still tough on me, man. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And you know, knee issues, you know, best, um, you know, and so then that basically turned into us being a skeleton squad. Like, you know, we had no changes. Uh, we had no second netty. Um, you know, we didn't have a guy in third. So those are all options that that extra player would have, would have filled. Right. And and before you continue, I want to touch a little bit on Altaz and what I think it meant for you, because we talk about this a lot, right? So Altaz, obviously everyone knows him from Britannia days, right? We talk about it, Britannia with CD, Amil in the front center. And then Zubair and Altaz. And Altaz and Zubair wore hoodies and played, and people thought they were the coolest things in, uh, walking on the planet Earth. And there was so much swag on that team, right? Red jerseys, and they just looked the part. And then yeah. you have the, the guy at the helm, a CD, and you know, it's just like you win. Automatically, you win. You're, you're number one, right? So, um, Bro, and CD came for you 
I remember one of my first uh, first couple of years playing the back line. I got invited to play to Britannia. This towards the end of Britannia, they needed players. You know, guys were dropping out, yeah. and uh, I ended up getting put in the back left against CD bro, bro. and uh, this I, I got eaten alive. Bro. I mean, yeah. the guy with the ball on the line, <laughs> and yeah. talking a dead ball that yeah. dies off the line. Yeah, know? seriously, bro. He was a surgeon at that time. Yeah, man. so was, so good, so good, and. Um, and so Altaz starts his career there, and, and obviously progressively we see him in, in a couple of tournaments here and there, and then he comes back in a tournament with Minnesota, in which they upset Orlando in a, in a quarterfinal, I believe. A huge upset, right? And it's like, okay, Altaz still got game, and then we see Altaz in a couple of Alberta Cup videos, I believe, that we watched him in, and I think people yeah. saw that, okay, wait, he can still play, right? And then obviously you hear about Lionsgate and then you hear that he's playing against, I, you know, I knew that he was playing against you and your mentality about having Altaz on board, which I think is the mentality of the way teams are, should be built and are built now for the most part is that you needed someone like Altaz to, to be that change ball, to be that change of pace, to be that extra guy, to be another hitter for a weapon for you to use because you need multiple weapons nowadays to win the game, to win volleyball. That's something that, again, going back, one of the lessons that I learned going to to tournaments, watching Abbas and Shanu, you know, yeah. and how they how how they they bounced off each other, uh, and how they were able to change up the threat. One yeah. of the few teams upset Faisal. Yeah. Um. Uh. Not very many times, I know, but they were one of the teams. Yeah, they, to do yeah, it. they were. There were a lot. There. There were a lot of uh, battles with them. Yeah. And, uh, you look at Stanmore right now. They do it extremely well. Extremely um, well. I mean, Orlando, the gold standard of the double threat. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, to be in Alu's shoes today, like, my God, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. all there. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, and, 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 so, and, 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 and you look at what Jaffrey's did in Stanmore, right? Like, they used yeah. two threats. They figured it out. Four, right? Yeah. Four threats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you 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 people. That's that's how the game is nowadays, and and it, it it doesn't take away from those guys who are pure centers, right? Like the, like the Rob no, and Stars, and no, not at all because they can still hang. But it's almost a way of the game now that you it, you need to manufacture points multiple ways. And I think even Minnesota, I think a big part of their success is not only steadiness, but now Imran and Matham are figuring out. What they need to do. Alu and Matham did the same thing with that Minnesota Orlando team. Yeah, dude, I remember those videos. Like they got that far because they used both threats. It's very, it's a very, it's something you need to do. Like it's just how it is. And I think that's what Altaz meant to your team, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, it, it like obviously, you know, the, the game is starting to change. And I think all this comes back to Faisal. Um, at, at, at when Faisal was doing what he was doing, I think defense in the game improved it had to improve yeah you know yeah, no everyone no you play against that guy and you're you, and you're like okay yo i thought i was good defensively but now i'm uh, yeah. humble yeah 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 you know? yeah 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 so it you know i think it all comes back to Faisal. i mean with with Faisal, uh you know marhum Faisal, we you know we saw a different level of offense and everyone aspired to that. Everyone yeah. wanted a ball like yeah. that. Yeah. You know? yeah. Everyone yeah. wanted that floating ball with that power, that movement on it. And so I think naturally everyone's defense got better. I mean, everyone's defense had to improve. Um, the game changed. And I don't think, you know, there'll be another Faisal because, you know, like like Jordan, I think he changed the game. And, yeah. and yeah, of course. And, uh, 
I also think talent wise, I mean, he was something else. And that's not to say that if he were here today, he wouldn't dominate the way he he did. I think he would. Yeah. Um, would would there be a fight? Would guys come up with ways to try and try and win and and, yeah, and work? Yeah. Tactics? Definitely, definitely. Of course, of course. I mean, you know, like I said, you look at RK's dual threat; they're the first team to beat him. Yeah. Um, and and so I look at that at that that dual threat. I look at Stamler won the last tournament. I look at Thurab having problems with Orlando, a team with a dual threat. Yeah. You know yeah. 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 So so Jaffrey's resurgence. Dual triple threat. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so I think they are bringing all that <clears throat> on board. And, but you know what? It's easy to say, yeah, I'm just going to bring this superstar or this guy on my yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. But fit is a big part of it, and Altas himself really fit in. Um, like I said, he, he, I don't think his initial was to get on the team. He saw what we were doing. He wanted to be a part of it. He loved how the youth were playing. Yeah. And uh, he gets on with all of them. You know, yeah. he, he's yeah. integrated with them fully. Yeah. Right? Um, and so he fit in with the mentality. He fit in with uh, the value system on the team. Yeah. Um, and so I hope that, you know, there's a day we can play together uh, um, where he's healthy and, and his yeah. And and, 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 and and so you're missing him this time around and you're going to have to go play you know, back to the pretty much the lineup that you had, you know, towards the, the for, for the most part of the tournament. What is the yeah. what is what are your aspirations this time around in Orlando? What are you trying to achieve? So, I mean, I think again, like it's it's a tougher tournament, but we've also we've also been through another tournament. Yeah. So, I think it's safe to say that we'd like to challenge in a quarter. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not foolish. Uh, I may have been foolish going into Edmonton, but. You know, you gotta. This is not going to happen overnight. I've seen it with many other teams. It doesn't yeah. happen overnight. You yeah. build it. Uh, you got to have patience, and and the guys around you, uh, if they buy in, then then success is, is is uh, is a possibility, right? Yeah, for sure. What maybe become a true contender? One hundred percent. What what Van City Sports Club now, as it's called, with the rebranding and all that. What is your what are your goals for the future in the next decade for Van City so Sports Club? Quickly, the idea behind Van City Sports Club and the reason it doesn't have the word volleyball in it is we want to support athletes <clears throat> not only for volleyball. Yeah, of course, right? of course. I think that, like I said, the support we see from the the, the seniors and the um, the 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 members of other communities giving to their volleyball clubs. Yeah, uh, I think that we want to do that for all the sports. And and, and we talked about that gym uh, that we have. It's booked every night with yes, different sports. Amazing. Um, yeah. And so you know we want to be able to provide the support that we are providing for the volleyball teams, the girls team, yeah. and the two boy two men's teams yeah. uh, for for all sports. And that's why it's called Band City Sports Club. Um, in the future, you know, continue to build it. And and I think long term, like what we we spoke about, I'd love to see. I, I love the start with with uh, with Nasia and, and mental health. And I, I think we need to push further uh, um, uh, further objectives. Yeah. Um, and, and then on the volleyball side, you know, it, it's just become a contender. I'd like yeah, to become that's a contender. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's the, the ultimate goal, right? A championship. And, and the youth, you know, I mean, I think the youth, our youth have something that no Vancouver team has ever had. They've got six, seven, eight, nine players now. Which and they amazing. play together all the time Which is from the age of 17. That in you itself know? is already such a big, big um, uh, milestone that you've got, you've accomplished. And uh, all credit to you, man. I want you to know that it's, it's seen and, and we've, people have seen it and it's, it's a lot of credit to what you guys have built. It takes a whole community 
And um, and uh, like I said, your future only looks brighter, right? Because with one of these, some of these kids, there's gonna they're gonna be diamonds in the rough. They're gonna help you, you know, put them on the A team, but eventually and hopefully, you know, bring that championship to Vancouver. And you know, Sal, don't don't sell you guys, you guys, you yourself short. And and, and I've mentioned it multiple times, but these are examples that we've seen, right? Mm, yeah, we didn't yeah. think of this. You know, yeah. we've seen these examples happening in front of our own eyes, going to tournament after tournament. Like we're continuing to just tread water here yeah. and put these teams together of mixed players. And while it was fun, we had a great time. The Barraza was great. There wasn't that sense of continuity and that consistency. Yeah. I'll be yeah. Guys on my team are already talking about the next tournament. They've asked me multiple times. Yeah. When's the next? Right. I won't and, make you answer that right now. Yeah, I, I think I want to ask. I want to know, is Vancouver going to host again? It's been five years. Will we? I would love to come back to Vancouver. And this time, hopefully another tournament is not at the same time. And we can come full force. Long-term uh, Van City Sports Club, yeah, definitely. And we'd like to, I mean, we have our eyes on a festival, the style. Oh, wow. But, yeah. um, you know, it depends on what that entails. If we can get people here in the summer. If not, then maybe it's a volleyball tournament to start with. Um, but again, we, in the start, we, we, we brought teams, we built a rapport with everybody. We got a tournament date. We executed mm. a tournament and now we plan to, to, to do that all over again. Definitely. 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 We're done. We're done with the main portion now back now up to the rapid fire, which, you know, you have no idea about. So one word or, you know, just, you know, a sentence of, of, of these things I'm going to mention, these words, I'm going to mention these phrases. Getting a third ball point or returning a third ball from one of the best hitters. What's more satisfying to you? Digging a third ball into the net. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. And you're, you're really good at that. I, you, that's always uh, something that you've had. That's always something that you've I had. I try. I try. Yeah, it's yeah. actually harder, to be honest with you, it's harder in the center than it is on the wings. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that whenever I played you on the wings, you couldn't do it with my ball, but it's all good. Um, to- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've seen that a lot in the video, but no, no I haven't seen it. Uh, Tagaro. Um, it exudes class, bro. Yeah. Um, my, my, him and, and CD, um, CD in terms of performance uh, and what he could do, even Tagaro, what he could do with the ball. But um, if there was a guy that, that, that I would, I would like to model myself after in terms of a volleyball guy uh the the way Tagara was uh he was just a warm guy bro and yeah, that um, you need to see more of that no doubt all does um i the first <laughs> he's gonna laugh the first thing that came to my mind was weapon yeah yeah the first word that came to my mind yeah, um, yeah. but um but he, uh, bro, he, he in his day and even now when we play against him, I struggle to take points from him. He's yeah. that guy. Remember I told you, I, you, you said you look for a guy. Yeah. If he playing play against me, I, I want to hit every third ball to him. If I can take a couple of points from him, I walk out of that game saying I had a good game. Which Kaku brother's brother, Mehdi or Mo? My brother. <laughs> All My older brother. brothers are going to say that. Say if you're not better than me. Um, uh cd you can't compare <laughs> cd i said it before surgeon bro yeah like, oh i like that cerebral, word i like that word cerebral like word. surgeon bro. Uh, just uh yeah. amil but now later on cd's a mentor for me for, for sure. sure for sure uh amil uh, amil um 
I, I mean, heck of a player. Uh, like it's tough to find one word. He does a lot of things well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he has uh, an offensive threat about him that people don't expect. Yeah, it comes true. out true. Um, but yeah, defensively, bro. Uh, you know, the one of the goats defensively for sure. It it, it hasn't he hasn't been in that role lately very much. But yeah. I still I think he can still do it. Top three netties in the game today. Oh God. So you know what I'm gonna do here. Um, I'm only gonna pick netties that I play with. Actually, no, I can't do that. No, don't do uh, that. No, don't do that. No. <laughs> you don't. You don't no, gotta I, give me an order. Just give me three netties. Don't gonna give me an order. Okay. Um, so, oh, man, you can't make me do this. Um, can we do five? Sure. Yeah, why don't we do all all the freaking netties in the game? Why don't we just name all of them one by one? Yeah, sure. Give me five. Give me five. Go ahead. All right. Safe's in there. Um, uh, Adil's in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'd say Mix in there. Mikhail mm-hmm. Darcy's in there. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're talking about top three. I'm talking about now. Five, yeah, I'm talking about right now. Right now. Um, damn. Uh, who am I missing? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Hasamanekia is in there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or, or or you know I get confused with the Stanmore Netties, but we'll call both of them one and give them that spot. All right, I like that. I like that. I like uh, that. But but and and you know what? I'd like to say I'd like to say my Netty is a very is very close in there, bro. Yeah, um, I think no, he's underrated. We're all we're all looking at him. We're all looking at it this time around. I'm telling you right now, eyes are on him. No doubt about it. Tell him that. People do notice that he's improved immensely, and we're going to keep our eye on him. And hey, this is the chance for him to win best netty. Um, because yeah, Orlando yeah. won't give it to themselves, don't worry. Um, I, I probably missed a really good netty, and if I have, I apologize. But um, anyway. best top, give me your top three defenders in the game today. Uh, not no, no particular order. Um, Jabir, Kumi, and my brother. Oh, okay. Give me top three centers in the game today. Top three centers. See, I have a tough time with this conversation, and we've talked about this. I know it's quick fire, but um, I think that a center is so much more than um, what they can do with a third ball. I think center is nothing without their team. Uh, I'll be the first to say it, even though I'm a center that, you know, I think they, they get way too much attention and the rest of the team doesn't get nowhere enough attention. Yep. Yep. Uh, And and I love the interview you did with Faz and Alec because that team does not function without those two guys. If I, if I had to choose three centers today, my, my answers would be completely different because I take all that into consideration for me as center is the backbone of the team. And if the backbone is not a leader, is not a lion, is not someone who has ability and confidence and trust in his teammates, then you're not a top center. I'm sorry. You can hit the ball lights out, but you're not a top center. If you don't, if you don't believe, if you don't, if your teammates don't believe in you, you're not a top center. That's just point blank for me. That's just what it is. And that's why one day when someone tells me my interview, which does an interview of me, which will be after I retire, so I can talk all the shit I want and no one can do anything to me. But um, I will say it like how it is, because 
it, that all that plays a factor. You can win a bunch of rings, man. You can do all that, but that's a part of who, what team you're on. But if you can lead a bunch of guys to believe in, in things that Look are a guy like Imran Nasser, bro. Yes. Yes. Imran you Nasser, know? man, like underrated, like, okay. Yeah. You don't like the way he hits the ball or his ball may not be the most effective, but bro, he's pulled out upsets out his ass that no one else could have. Oh, I mean, his confidence I, 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 on thinking he's going to experience one, bro. <laughs> yeah, the, the fact that he thought the night before he's versing Orlando in that quarterfinal in Minnesota as the eighth seed and called that he was going to beat them the next day is what your team needs. That's a leader. And sometimes all that trumps, sometimes it trumps ability. It trumps ability, in my opinion. That's worth, worth a bunch of points in itself, just 100%. like camaraderie. Um, last thing, your predictions. Give me, give me who's going to be in the final. I don't want to know who's going to win. Just tell me who's going to be in the final in Orlando. So I'll <laughs> put it like this. I said this before Stan Warren. I looked at the four top teams and I talked about the variables on those teams. Mm-hmm. So I looked at Rob and I said, he's got pretty much a very similar team to the last tournament he won, mm-hmm. uh, except for front right, which is a very important position. Yeah. Uh, but it's a variable. I looked yeah. at the stand, no variables, same yeah. team, yeah. home team, yeah. right? They were my pick, um, but I said they, they're up there in, in mm-hmm. the final for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that about Orlando. Yeah. I'd stand again. They, they're coming off a win. Mm-hmm. They have very few variables. They haven't changed anything. Mm-hmm. They're, they're primed for it, yeah. for sure. There are also people are gunning for them, no doubt. Yeah. The other team is going to, I think there's variables on all three teams. North mm-hmm. without Ali, it's, it's going to be hard. Uh, yeah. That's going to be... Uh, a definite roadblock yeah, for them yeah, to come yeah. across or to deal with. Yeah. Um, you guys, um, you know, you joining the team, uh, maybe playing a different style like you kind of, you guys, uh, like Orlando did in, in, in Stanmore uh, yeah. or in London, that's going to be something to contend with. Uh, and and, and Turab, again, you know, Turab, maybe you'd say that he has the least uh, variables of those three, but again, he's added a couple of players there. So I, I, I don't know who that third team will be, but, uh, I think Orlando, it's Orlando. That spot is Orlando's to lose. Yes, being agreed. 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 That spot is Orlando's to lose. If they can put agreed. it together, uh, I, I think it, you're likely looking at an Orlando Stamore final. Um, but um, but it depends who comes over those variables, right? Agreed, and, and dark horse. Don't forget dark horses. I I, I think Minnesota is a big dark horse in this tournament. I agree. I really- for me, it's Minnesota, Allentown, New York. Don't count them out. I heard Jaxie's coming for New York. So really, yeah, Allentown, Allentown just makes semifinals. It's all yeah, they do. that's it, man. They just they know how to. They're get always it. in the semi. They're they find always, a way to get to the semi, bro. Always, always, so yeah, always. you can't count them out, no doubt. Um, thank you so much, Mehdi. I really appreciate this. Obviously, taking your time out. Um, I know you're three yeah, hours thank behind. You. And thank uh, you. I appreciate it. And uh, I'm I'm again. We're we're all in awe of what you've done in Vancouver. We respect it. We've seen it, it and uh, you earn all, all of the, the respect you get and credit you get, because I know you put a lot of hard work into that, not only because we're friends, not only because we talk about it, but because you've done something that a lot of people don't really put their time into doing and you did. So all kudos to yeah, you and hopefully the, a lot the, of help. the fruit of your labor and all the guys around you will, 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 will flourish one day. No doubt about it. Um, I'm excited to see you. I heard your golf game has gone down, so maybe we can catch around. I can beat you in that, like I've beaten you several times. Yo, but, man, I'm old now. I gotta watch out for my back. Bro. <laughs> By the way, when you say you're old, how old are you? Thirty-six. 
36 and you're probably entering the prime of your back centership, right? Like I like to call it back centership. Yeah. Yeah. 36. Go back. Fayaz, 45. Go back. Elegance and fast, 35. Go back. Um, Thurab, 34. We're not old, baby. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. We're just getting started. And it's no coincidence that I'm playing at this level at the same time my team is playing at the level they're playing at. No No coincidence. No doubt. No doubt. I'm telling everyone, we're not even close to done. So get ready because there's another whole decade that you're going to have to play. Can't wait. Can't wait, baby. Um, All love your way. Before we end, you know, we've mentioned a lot of Marhoums, but for Marhoum Fazal Virani, for Marhoum Tagaro, Marhoum Faisal Vanji, Suhail, Freshi, Nasser. I mean, you know, a guy we miss dearly. Shamash, of course, near and dear to our heart. Askerly, Rocky, all those guys, man. Marhoums that we miss and we wish that were there with us today. Marhoum Johnny Uncle that you mentioned. Please, one sir Fatia for all of them before we leave. Mehdi, I love you, brother. Thank you so much. Likewise, and, bro. Uh, Thank you so much, you. man. Anytime, man. Anything you want to say before we go? Have a great night, and we'll see you in a few days, bro. Yeah. Thank you, man. Uh, next week, JJ Bojani and Arfali Chattu, my last guest, riding right into the tournament. Good night, everybody, and I love you all.